Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Ain't God been good to me? But then again, ain't he been good to you too, though? I mean, really, man. Think of all the blessings God has given you. You know what? There's some good news today, though, y'all. In the face of uh, the world being the way it is, the the evilness that's out there, it just it just seems like that's all that's on the news sometimes. You know, you, we got we got news of parents not really standing up being parents. We got news stories of children turning on their parents. You got you got everything. The economy. You got places you thought used to be beautiful places to go. Now they got travel alerts. It's, it's just it's all it's 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 all over. But the good news is there's something that you can have in this relationship with God that gives you a way to deal with it all. And I'm not saying that it'll it'll protect you from every single thing out there that's happening because some things are going to happen to you. You're going to be in an accident from time to time. You're going to make a mistake and fall down from time to time. But man, wouldn't it be incredible to new, for, for you if you understood that you had some insurance in all of this, that no matter what happened to you, you know, you were covered. You know, look, insurance companies, as good as they are, you know, like our friends at State Farm or any other uh, insurance company, you know, they do they do some amazing things. Insurance is a really, really good thing to happen in the event that something happens to you. You know, you may not want to pay the premium, but guess what? In the event that something happens to you, that insurance is absolutely critical. Well, but guess what? They cover certain things. You could get life insurance. You can get 
auto insurance. You can get accident insurance. You can get health insurance. There is nothing that you can buy to safeguard you against life's decisions. You know, if you make a mistake, if you cheat, if you lie, if you if you fall down and you can't seem to get it together and you make a crazy decision about how you're going to go about securing an income, there, there, are, there are no policies you can buy for that. You can't buy a policy if you stop being the man you're supposed to be and, 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 and give up on your children. You can't buy a policy if something happens as a mother and all of a sudden you're not the mother you're supposed to be. But there is some insurance coverage out there for you. And that relationship that you form with God, that friendship that you form with him, that, that alliance that you, that, that partnership, that, that prayer that you put in all the time, there is an insurance policy that you have taken out when you form a relationship with your Heavenly Father, when you form a friendship, when you form a bond that protects you, that protects you when these things happen in the event that they happen. Now, here's the great thing about prayer. Prayer can head off some stuff from happening. It really, really can. Prayer can prevent some things from happening. You know, I'll give you an example in my life. Okay, here we go. Because, see, see, it's the best way for me to do it. Because, see, I, what I don't like to do is, is talk to people without letting them know, hey, look, I'm in this hole with you. I feel where you're at. Okay, here we go. I was making some decisions a few years ago because what I thought I was doing was counterbalancing something that was happening in my life. You know, I thought that since I wasn't happy or for whatever the reason I thought I wasn't happy, if if I, as wrong as I am, wanted to blame somebody else for my unhappiness, that, that's, that's really, if, if, if I make a bad decision because I'm thinking I'm unhappy with somebody, well, hold upon, two wrongs don't make a right. And I make a decision to do something wrong. And now the consequences come when I do something wrong. See, then the, I already know as an intelligent thinking man, as most of you are, that when you do something wrong, that, you know, there is a consequence for that. I teach that to my sons. When you do something wrong, there is a consequence. So as an adult, I fully understood the consequence. And so what I was doing was I was making some decisions that was causing some consequences in my life that was delaying my happiness, delaying my progress, causing my business not to go the way it could go, so forth and so on. Well, what I started doing was I took out this insurance policy called prayer, and I started putting it in my mix on a daily basis. And then I started putting it in my mix you know, two, three times a day. And then I found myself using it all the time. And then I really started putting it in when, when I didn't need any help, when I wasn't in trouble. I started putting insurance in. I started making deposits into the bank. I started paying my premiums down. And prayer is like a premium. You just pay into it. Then when situations started coming up now, it that prayer that I had put in, that in those premiums I had paid, it started preventing me from making the decisions I was making in the past. Thus, I didn't have to suffer the consequences. Thus, my businesses didn't have to be delayed in its progress because I had put some payments on some premiums 
I had taken out an insurance policy with my life, my real life. I'm talking about your life where you make your day-to-day decisions in. I'm not talking about, see, life insurance is only good if you die. God has a policy that's available, that's available for you while you living. See, in order for an insurance policy to pay, something bad got to happen. Now, there may be some others out there I don't know nothing about, but all the ones I got, my car insurance, they only come into play if I have an accident. I have an accident insurance policy where if something happens to me, I got accident. I got I got my voices covered in case something happened to that. I, I got that. But but I got to not be able to talk to cash that one. You understand? I'm mean, everything. My, I got homeowners insurance. Don't nothing show up on my homeowners insurance unless it's a flood, a fire, a theft. Something bad got to happen for my insurance to even make sense. When you take out the policy with your with your heavenly father, when you pay the premiums of prayer, and that's all it costs, man. It ain't you ain't gotta have no money for this policy. I put into the policy, it pays me dividends and benefits for living. Ain't nothing got to go wrong for me to cash in on this policy. I use this policy for good things. I I give you an example. I use this policy to ask God to watch over my family when I travel. Make the decisions to pay your premiums in prayer. Talk to your Heavenly Father. Get you some insurance in your life. And when you have little things like that, keep on stepping, man. God loves you, man. Man, I sure hope you talk to God today because guess what? He sure would like to hear from you. That's for sure. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tree monsters, Muppets, (laughs) Sesame Street stars, (laughs) Black Panther, Marvel comic book strip, Iron Man, E.T., Anybody that has ever entertained me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) All monkeys are allowed. I know you may not have one, but if you did, it would be allowed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Happy hump day. Baby. Ladies and gentlemen, that damn junior boy, Kill Space. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. <laughs> Folks, the king of pranks, that damn nephew Tommy. Yay! <laughs> Carla's Carla still celebrating. Her yeah. birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't I ain't mad at her, though. I ain't mad. Go, go get it, girl. You singing the Temptations yesterday, Still Steve, all over while, social media. What was it? Man. Yeah. yeah, man, it was, dog. <laughs> what they say, Shirley? <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was good. It was good. It was if you good. wasn't doing comedy, Unc, would you be in a band? Hell no. Oh. <laughs> what band? But, but, but what band? Oh, Which one? <laughs> Got to get a drummer song and pay for rehearsal and sounding lights. I'm not doing that. 
Comedy was all I could be. Solo, just me. A whole check go to the house. Y'all two understand. Yeah. Yes, sir. We do. We do. This it. Let me read some of these oh. comments. Yeah, but go ahead. You were you were saying, Steve? I was about to sing the song. Well, sing the song, anime. But y'all don't know it. Look, let me see if anybody can guess. Anybody gonna know this? For I sure. know what it is. Uh-huh. Baby, 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 I'm for real. <laughs> That's it. You don't have to go. <laughs> Whatever. Stay you look like you're young, though. <laughs> you just don't know music. I want to. You knew that immediately. Just a little more. Yeah, you don't know nothing, Tommy, except Humpty Dance. <laughs> That's it. And I got that down to a sign. Yeah, you don't know nothing. <laughs> and you like that Donny Hathaway song, and you can't sing it. Sing some Donny Hathaway for us, Tommy. Oh. Oh, Steve, don't do that to me. You know, I come on. Oh, really? Oh, I, I just, I, no, no, I can't do it justice. I can't. What? Well, we know we that. Know that. <laughs> no. What? No, yes. I can't, because I mean, he, you know, he didn't put me on the spot. No, I can't All right. do it. Stop 98% but, but of the you know people in the world can't do it no damn justice. Steve, I'm going to send Sing you one. it for me, though. I'm going to read you one comment from yesterday. You singing The Temptations. Love The Tempting Temptations. Thanks for the con- concert at Steve Harvey. <laughs> man, y'all welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, let me know whatever y'all want. <laughs> All right, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO, the chief love officer in the building, when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO, the CLO, the Chief Love Officer in the building. Are you ready, sir? Sure am. All right, this one's from Alonzo. Alonzo is an online listener. He listens to iHeartRadio. Alonzo says, I'm a mechanic, and I got a new female customer this week. She needed her brakes done, and she said she didn't have much money. I told her I'd cut her a deal for $200. She offered me some oral satisfaction if I gave her an additional discount. I accepted, and she handled her business right then. I told her to come back in four hours. When she came to pick up her car, I told her it was only $150. She said she'd already paid me. I told her I was keeping the car until I got $150. She threatened to go on Twitter to say I sexually harassed her. What should I do? Wow. See, Man. right there, dog. Give her her damn car. Yes. And be through with it. Give her be her damn with it, car. Because, dog, do you understand the movement we are in right now? It's called Me Too. Now, it, you know, if she sit up there and tell the story, you're in trouble, partner. Yeah. You, you got to get this woman her car. She already paid you. You won't knock off $50. Dog, that ain't what that costs. And what are you keeping her car for anyway? That ain't what it costs. You're not. You're fixing cars. You're not selling crap. It's more than fifty dollars, dog. And it was right there at your shop. You wasn't outside in a car driving down the street nowhere. Special privileges. All right, we're moving on. Danny and membership South Carolina. has its privileges. This is like American Express commercial. Danny in South Carolina says, 
I found out, my, be quiet, Junior. I found out my husband was texting and calling this female he met at his best friend's house. I was angry and I called the best friend and went off on him. The best friend cheats on his wife all the time and he's a bad influence on my husband. Then I got a call from the best friend's wife and she cursed me out. And she said, birds of a feather flock together and my, my man is not a saint. I asked my husband if there were any other females he's been messing around with and he told me no. Should I investigate further or trust him? Hmm. First of all, what's wrong with you? You First of all, you should have never called the other dude. The other dude ain't none of your business. Mm-hmm. And the other dude ain't made your husband do nothing. That's right. You can't make nobody do nothing. Pull oh, your man. pants down, dog. <laughs> Grown man. That's how that sound. Dog, won't her. <laughs> I said, won't oh, her. What did you just say? Won't her. Won't her, dog. <laughs> Pull your pants down, dog. Pull your pants down. <laughs> what? How that sound? You can't make yep. him do that. Yeah. Lady, you can't. Ain't nobody made your husband do this here. Mm-hmm. You should have never called the man. And then the woman called you to check you. Because, yeah. see, yeah. you called her man. But, see, you say he cheat on her all the time. But, see, she called to tell you the birds of a feather flock together, flock together. And your husband ain't no saint. And you should know that by now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have called him or her. Yeah. Should That's I investigate true. further or trust him? Wow. What? Lady, <laughs> I don't, don't care get what it. you do. You don't even yeah. understand what's happening here. She still doesn't get it. All right, uh, we're moving on. Kelsey in New Jersey says, I'm a 27-year-old single female, and I moved in with my mom to help her with her bills after she got laid off. I have my separate living space in the basement with my own entrance. We split all of the bills, so it's an ideal situation. I recently met a guy and invited him over. My mom came downstairs to the basement at midnight and said it was time for my company to leave. (laughs) Boy, have I heard that a bazillion times. Your mama running thing. (laughs) It was embarrassing, so I politely asked her to go away, but she wouldn't go until the guy left. I'm contemplating moving out. How can I get my mom to respect my privacy so this won't happen again? You have to move out. Yeah. See, here's the problem with your mama. You to go. It's your mama's house. (laughs) Yeah. She don't care who's splitting the bills. Nope. Mm. It's her house. That's right. She got house rule. No you paying half didn't put your name on the deed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Come on. Your best what? thing to do is go back to where you was <laughs> since you went over there to help her. Because she obviously not trying to help you. Uh-uh. Mm. Not at all. <laughs> Mother, mother, please go upstairs. No, mommy. I go upstairs when she go, when he go right. upstairs. <laughs> Oh, I heard that. What is still in here for? Time for your company to go, miss. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What y'all doing that you can't do upstairs? Right. Oh, God. <laughs> Probably turn them lights on on the steps and everything. You know it. You know it. <laughs> and mom would not go until the guy left. Mm. Yeah, I bet it was embarrassing. <laughs> but with her hands on her hip and her apron on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you won't get any privacy out of this situation. Head rag on everything. You can smell the glover's mane and sulfur eight from over there where you sit. Got them fluffy house shoes with all that chicken grease on them. 
Where they ain't fluffy no more. You know, they matted down. Now. Matted down. It don't matter. It's still her house. And got them pantyhose pulled all the way down around her ankles. Got that little bucket mm-hmm. in between her legs. Mm. Well, she got her knitting yarn in them. <laughs> That's ugly. <laughs> and she didn't even she didn't even ain't know the guy sexy long. About this. She mm-hmm. she recently met the guy and invited. And your him mama up. ain't working. She 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 at the house tore up. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she's got time. Don't worry about where my bra at. <laughs> I'm not wearing it today. <laughs> my bra is in the drawers upstairs. Wow. That's why I'm down here in his face. Mm-hmm. But if he wasn't in here, he wouldn't be looking at my bosom. <laughs> if he wasn't here. <laughs> Well, mm, so yeah, you got to go if you want male company, my dear. Mama, where's your bra? Upstairs where he need to be. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Thank you, CEO. I don't want to comb my hair. (laughs) Coming up. (laughs) Run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? The plumber. Cat dog, let's go, baby. The plumber. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. please. Oh, uh, that would be me. Mr. how you doing? You, you the person that does the plumbing work, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Now, my wife got some work done for you. You come by the house. Now, do you know, uh, I know you probably got quite a bit of work. No, well, I, I do so many throughout the day, so I, I have it on my receipt here. I can look at it over here. About three days ago, at the street. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can recall. Was a lady there? Yeah, you, uh, you. It was a toilet was backed up and was overflowing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I can recall that. And then I, something was wrong with the the sink in there too, and that that had a leak in the back of it. Yeah, it had a leak in the back, and I and I done that. I fixed that there for you, and uh, I took that toilet that I had uh, around the bottom of your base, the toilet base there. I had to take that up and, and retape it because that tape had came uh, came loose. It was kind of old there, and I, you know, went through that and done all that and, and taped it up and, and sealed it up, and, and I rebased that seal back there on your in the toilet, and, and your sink had a little leak back there in the back. I fixed that because, you know, that was real easy there, so... Well, no, see, that, that is, something went wrong with that toilet. Now, did you did you put a another pipe or something? Did you reroute a pipe or anything? No, no, like I said, all I did, I took the base of it off there, and I taped it up to where that, that old tape there, and then I, I put me some cement with, 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 uh, with my pipe there, and, I, and then I sealed it all up, and I checked it out. I let it dry to see if it leaked, and it didn't leak, and... <sighs> I put your base back on, and you know, and then I, then I, then you had a little leak there in your uh, sink, and that was on the top of, of the, the uh, your nozzle there, and I fixed that well, for you. Mr. I'm gonna tell you, cause I, I'm gonna be honest with you and tell you, I'm not happy with what I got. You're with, not happy with it? No. Now let me tell you what's happening. Mm-hmm. Now say somebody in the bathroom and they flush that toilet. Right, right. When they flush that toilet, come out the sink in the kitchen. In the, hold on. Now, now, tell me that. Tell me that. Say that what you did again. I said when they flush the toilet in the bathroom. Right. Come out the sink in the kitchen. They come out in the kitchen like that. I don't know what how you route something like you didn't you didn't misroute it no, or something. 
No, I didn't. I didn't route anything. All I did was fix the. I put the tape on there, so I fixed the leak that was, you know, your, your uh, at the base of your toilet. I didn't reroute anything. I don't. I don't. I don't understand how can you re, you reroute a pipe. I don't. That, toilet that, pipe to go into your kitchen and shoot. Will shoot crap out of your kitchen like that. I don't know what 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 you did when you was up under there and how you rerouted something, but that's what happened. And it got it got it's going from the from that bathroom when you flush that toilet, it come out in my sink in my kitchen. Now what's bad about it is this morning I'm in there cooking. Sir, and I, what, and, and, what, what, what what is your name again? My name is. They call me. Okay. And crap is coming out of your your plumbing in your. In, in my in my kitchen. Now this morning I set well, out some red beans and rice to cook. And I put my beans on. Now now I've been yeah. cooking I've been cooking listen at me. I've been well, cooking no, all No, I'm I'm trying to be professional about this because, you know, I guarantee my work. I've been doing this over twenty years. And one thing I do, I, I guarantee my work and I'm real proud about the things that you know I do. But uh what what did you have anybody else over there? Working on your pipe. Ain't nobody. You, in, your, in your kitchen. You, all I did was your bathroom. You is the only. The bathroom don't have anything to do with your kitchen. That floor pipe have anything to do with one or the other. Then explain that coming through my sink in my kitchen. I can't explain the coming from your, your sink. I can only explain that's in the toilet. In your sink. I have no idea. I'm going to, listen, because this thing got me riled up. Listen, I, now, what it is. Well, you I, got me kind of riled up here, because, you know, like I said, I do this here, and I've been doing it for 20 years, and that's the first time I ever heard well, I, of anything like that being happening. I ain't never seen it. Well, I, I'm going to tell you, it's just disgusting to be cooked, to cook red beans all day, and I, now I find out that it's sitting in some dirty water like that. You didn't smell the water when you was in the, in your sink? Because I'm quite sure they had a loud, uh, 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 I didn't smell nothing. Now this more earlier this morning I washed my hair in there. And I didn't smell what? I washed my hair in there. Oh, That's just what it smelled like. A bag of I'm shit. just I just I just refuse to believe that the work I did on your toilet in there, taping some stuff up and cementing some stuff up and on your sink had anything to do with crap being shot out your damn uh kitchen sink. Well I tell you what, what I need to do is for you to get your back over here and fix it, because this here ain't a good job, and I don't recommend nobody using you. Well, first of all, why I'm trying to be professional about it, and you cussing me, and that ain't going to get nothing done, mister. Once come out my pipe, it was no longer professional. Well, now, obviously you had somebody else over there doing something in your sink. I ain't had nobody. Is, you, do you have a garbage disposal over there? I, look. Maybe it's coming out your garbage disposal. It ain't high in the world. It's, it's crap. Uh, coming out of my gut, you get your back over here and you fix what you're supposed to fix and fix yeah. it right. Then I'm not paying another damn dime for it. I'm not going to fix a thing. I try to be professional about it. I'm listening to what you got to say. I should have hung up on your a long time ago, but I'll get her team of work. And I'm trying to, you know, deal with my customers. When I left the way, I told her to flush the toilet. She flushed the toilet. She ran the faucet in the bathroom. We had no problem. Now, if you don't have somebody else over there, they're doing whatever, Lord knows what. I don't, I damn sure don't know. Do you know I, I ain't, ain't none of my business. I ate some of them red beans, and that's what bothered me now. I feel sick to my stomach. I well, feel sick. Well, if you got eat some red beans and whatever the hell you eating over there, it smells like what? You, you, you crazy as hell. I'm going to make your eat some of these red beans if you don't come fix these pipes. You, 
from going to hell. I'm trying to be professional. I think I told you I'm doing my job. I did it the best I know I could. And when I got, when I left there, wasn't nothing leaking. One pipe don't go with the other, like I you told get you. over here, fifteen <laughs> pipe. That's what you. You, you and your wife kiss my because I know well. I did outstanding job over there. You ain't done nothing if I you got take them red bean and rice, stick them up your you and your pipes and all that. I don't give a damn. I know what's coming I, up. I ain't fixed no red beans and rice. I ain't done nothing over there in your damn kitchen to have you that upset with me. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Is you listening? I'm listening to you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, you just you got, got pranked got by your boy. Man, you kidding me? Man, y'all, y'all crazy, man. Hey, man, I gotta ask you, big time. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Y'all got it, man. Yeah, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all got me this morning, man. So, sure, how was I? Was I, I mean, good? you were good. You're the king of but, pranks. But was I, was I great, though? I want to be great. Yeah, you were great. You were great. Sure. I want to be the pranks. greatest pranker of all time. Okay. How was I, we, sir? We got to go. I, said, I told you. She Coming said up. said you the king. Damn. Yeah. Coming up, our national it, news. Won't, man. Our national news update and today's <laughs> entertainment news right after this. Jeez. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, you guys remember we talked about Dr. Dre's divorce and how his wife was requesting like $2 million a month in spousal support. Right. Yeah, I was all for that. You guys were a little against me no, on that we one. We, we still <laughs> against it, but go ahead. What, yeah. Well, according, according to TMZ, Nicole Young, that is Dr. Dre's wife, is being investigated now for embezzlement. Uh, in the report to the LAPD, Dr. Dre's business partner alleges that Nicole withdrew $385,000 Okay, and some change from their business account. Uh, Nicole has said uh, she had a right to the money in that corporate account because her name is on it. Nicole, I'm with you, Nicole. I'm with you. Now, depending on the outcome of this You're going to be case, with her ass in jail, well, but, but, too. I know. You're with her, but, but why no, no, she take out no, no, that no, Because her Tommy. name is on the account, Tommy. too. Why can't Tommy. she take well, why the money out why are you taking out? What, what are you... Because she needs it. She's got to live, too. Okay. It but why do she need three hundred thousand dollars, Shirley? It's okay, Tommy. Where she gonna be living is gonna be on the couch. <laughs> Go ahead. Depending Shirley. on the outcome of this case, you are right, Steve. She co- could possibly be failing, uh, be facing jail time. That is definitely no laughing matter. All she gotta uh, do is pay. But you with her though? Yeah, went right well, on the county. As far as her needing alimony and all of that, yeah, because you don't know. I mean, she's been with him for a while. She's been his inspiration. I'm sure she's helped Wait him. a minute. First of all, let me see. Been the inspiration. I do yeah. not want this woman in jail. This woman don't no, need to go to jail. No, we don't want that. That's especially no, 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 Listen no. to me. Especially over an amount like that, when you're right. talking about the money that they really have. Absolutely. That's a really, really insignificant amount of money where they are now to mm-hmm. the e- everyday person yeah we're talking billions you, you all off in ass whooping territory right mm-hmm. now but, uh, but what what wasn't her cleaning bill like ten thousand a month yeah she yeah that's why okay, she needed so, the two million dollars a month in alimony okay and then her entertainment bill was like ninety thousand yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. she can use my cleaning so they, so, they, so break yeah. explain this to me shirley since you you with her uh-huh she needs alimony 
Yeah. No, Shirley. Explain the ten million dollars on the dry cleaning. Ten thousand. Explain the ninety million. She's uh, got sorry, a lot of clothes. And explain the ninety. Th- She's got a lot of clothes. She just can't take them to any cleaners, Tommy. Why you can't She's got expensive it? designer pieces. Okay. Oh, she got to take her clothes to the cleaners that they was made in. <laughs> Thank you. That's, now you're with me, Steve. Yes. All right. Yeah, I, I got to say this. You know you sound crazy. Taking I got to say this. She got to fly Look. her. She got to take her stuff over to Milan. And, and, and get that <laughs> She got to go to all these places, man. <laughs> Dr. Dre said, Dr. Dre did not file this report. Uh, his team did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you know, hey, look, man, they they're going to they they work through that. that, that, that yeah, I, I hope, hope they do. do. I really hope Well, I mean, that yeah. amount of money, I, you know, this woman ain't going to jail for that. They got way too much money. Yeah, she can pay that back. We don't want her to go to jail. First alimony check. Oh, most definitely don't want her to go to jail. Look, but I want her look, to get a hefty alimony check. I don't know them personally, man. I just always love Dre mm-hmm. and his family. So, you know, man, I wish, man, I hate that. Well, uh, Kanye West is uh, still campaigning, campaigning for president. He has filed legal documents for the, right, for the rights to the slogan, God Save America. He wants to put it on T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies. He wants to push his message on the importance of bringing faith back into politics. That's what his new ad is talking about. Um, well, anyway. Talking about Donald Trump, then. Yeah. So, well, you I mean, ain't got on my last damn nerve. I'm just sorry. Ain't nobody else gonna see it. He's got my nerve. <laughs> Kanye got on my nerve. All right, we got we got nerve. I ain't we gotta got time go. for this. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, well, hopefully we have time for this. This is Antrip with the news in Washington yesterday on day two of the day two of Judge Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court confirmation hearings. Barrett fielded questions ranging from her feelings on abortion, the Second Amendment, gun rights, whether she would recuse herself from a uh, potential election dispute. She kind of ducked a lot of those answers. Democratic Senator Dick Grassley wanted to know if she'd spoken to or made any promises to anyone, including President Trump, regarding future rulings. I want to be very, very clear about this, Senator Grassley. The answer The answer is no, and I submitted a questionnaire to this committee in which I said no, no one ever talked about any case with me. I was never asked, and if I had been, that would have been a short conversation. The senators also broached the subject of racism with Judge Coney Barrett, asked about Mr. George Floyd's murder by Democratic Senator Dick Durbin. Given that I have two black children, that was very, very personal. My 17-year-old daughter, Vivian, who's adopted from Haiti, It was very difficult for her. We wept together. It was also difficult for my daughter, Juliet, who's 10. I had to try to explain some of this to them. I mean, my children have had the benefit of growing up in a cocoon where they have not yet experienced hatred or violence. And for Vivian to understand that there would be a risk to her brother or the son she might have one day of that kind of brutality has been an ongoing conversation. By the way, today would have been George Floyd's 47th birthday. And in case you haven't heard, looks like the white now ex-cop charged with his murder is a beneficiary of a special deal. Jarek Chauvin was released on a million dollars bail last week. We reported that. But now a judge has ruled that Chauvin can actually leave the state if he feels threatened, as long as he shows up for his trial next year. He can just go anywhere to say that George Floyd's family is outraged and angry is an understatement. Authorities say that five of the six right-wing militiamen charged with allegedly plotting to kidnap Michigan's governor, Gretchen Whitmer, were in court yesterday. Officials say two of these guys were in a meeting where they also discussed kidnapping the governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam. 
An FBI agent testified that two of the men attended a meeting in Ohio in June with right-wing militiamen from out of state where they allegedly brought up snatching Governors Whitmer and Northam because of their COVID-19-related lockdown orders. Two sports stars have tested positive for the coronavirus golfer Dustin Johnson and soccer superstar Cristiano Ronaldo. Finally, today is National Let It All Out Day. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so a big concern for the upcoming election is getting the younger generation out to vote. I mean, we talk, we've talked about that a lot on this show, young people voting. So now the Biden-Harris campaign has created a unique way to reach a demographic of voters who might tune out the typical political ads. They've turned to hip-hop and rap to get the message out. The Biden-Harris campaign released a brand-new political spot. It features New York battle rappers Charlie Clips and DNA, and they rap about the pros and cons of voting and highlight what Biden and Harris hope to do for African Americans. The ad is innovative. It's very well written. So we'll see how it goes. We'll just see how it goes with the young people in, the, in getting out the vote. The Biden-Harris campaign is trying all sorts of social media outreach, too. And they have used uh, The Rock. They've used J-Lo to reach voters. And don't forget, the election day is November 3rd. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, at least they're trying. Yeah. We need all of them. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need everything. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Try all, get a reggae song in here. <laughs> Disco, whatever you need. Yeah, we need all of them to vote. <laughs> everything. Get yeah. that reggae tone I voted, going. baby. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, Tommy. So you voted yesterday. How did it go? Me and Jackie stood in line probably about an hour and, huh? Did you see anything? <laughs> like, what, uh, what you want me to Pop see? Team right there. <laughs> what does that mean? What, what, was what, what did I, did I, oh, come on. What do you, you know what that meant? Was you behind somebody? <laughs> I stood behind quite a few people. But let me say this, though, Tommy. I- I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, yesterday when we were talking about the lines and everything, a lot of uh, states opened up voting uh, a couple of days ago. And we were talking about the lines and the wait. We just, that's information. Don't take it as a negative for you to stay at home, okay? Right. Well, now, if, now, let me say this, yeah. though, Shirley. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, for my for my mother and my sisters, I, I don't know if a lot of people know it, but my sister suffers from, from Crohn's disease. But mm-hmm. I will say this. You can pull up to the voting poll in the car, mm-hmm. and they have a, a, a aisle that you can pull through, and you can actually vote in your car. You don't have to get out. So people that are disabled, people that mm-hmm. that want to vote and and don't can't stand in that line, you can actually pull up in the car. They're gonna come out. They have detached the the, the voting um, thing and bring it to you, and you can actually do everything in the car. And I loved it. So but that's what I'm going to have. But, my, but but is that for disabled people and elderly? No, it's for everybody, Steve. And and I got really? boys. Or some of my friends did it. Some of my boys did it. I'm mm-hmm. like, there's nothing wrong with you. He's like, no, nah, dude, I just pulled in the line and voted. I was like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. That's cool. We sat that's in the really line cool. for two hours, but it's available if you know right. that it's available. Well, thank you, Tommy. That's great information. November 3rd. All right, uh, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll talk about a wild ride with an 11-year-old behind the wheel right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. An 11-year-old Baton Rouge student led police on a wild, I mean wild, high-speed chase. Guess what he was driving, though? This is a crazy what? part. A big yellow school bus. 
Okay. Wow. He's Come an on, unidentified. You ain't going fast at all. Eleven-year-old. <laughs> uh, he was unidentified. Somehow managed to steal a school bus and then fled from police when they tried to stop him. According to authorities, the eleven-year-old. Uh, the 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 ride was wild. It was intense. It was for forty-five minutes, just a joy ride. He was taunting the cops, flipping them off several times throughout the chase. Oh yeah. Really, at eleven. Oh yeah. It's a miracle the the boy was unharmed because he hit three cars during the chase. Uh, There is video of this wild chase and also a picture of the little boy in handcuffs at the scene. He's charged with theft of a vehicle, aggravated flight, damage to property, and aggravated assault. Okay, I'm gonna go out on his ass and say this is a white baby. I'm gonna think so too. I think he is too. Was the baby yeah. white? Sure. Yes, I, yes, yes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. a three cars and still living. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. And the story just was handcuffed. Missing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. The story yeah. was missing. Apparently, so did nobody whoop his ass after that? <laughs> I'm sure. Well, no. Nah. I, I'm, you know, no, if it was a black uh, kid, we all know yeah. what would have happened. Oh, he'd have got his ass <laughs> yeah. whooped right there and, and on the bus. Whipped. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I mean, no. For, well, by his parents. Whooped. By his parents. Whooped. whooped. Not whipped, no. but whooped. Them two whooped. different things. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, they just no, whooped it's, down. It's he was an adult. But have you heard of an 11 year old getting arrested, though? That was kind of unusual for it. He was only 11, but. Flipping the cops off and everything. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. No. Have no. you ever taken your... I your... can't say none of the jokes I'm writing, so... <laughs> no. We need to hear but, him get on out of this story right here, of course. <laughs> no, but have you let's ever... go back. No, he's supposed to get his ass whooped. I'm sorry. He's when supposed he to. Home? He, no, he's supposed to get his ass whooped. Come on, that, y'all. That would you be stole a school shield. bus. What? If that it was any of you. us, yes, yeah. it would have happened for My sure. My story would have had funeral arrangements. What time y'all can view the body? <laughs> flowers. <laughs> y'all had what, what funeral home to send the flowers to? Right. <laughs> y'all had all that information in the story. Viewing information, yeah. the research, yeah, all of it. Come on, man. Crime. You can't just steal a bus and think you just uh, come on. That ain't no. That's not a spank on he the hand. He stole you, the bus, Tommy. You 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 keep saying he can't. What should have happened? He <laughs> stole the bus and he got arrested. Yeah. But that why his not? Why has no one whooped his ass? He why he in cuffs? Didn't we tell you it was a little white boy? What part <laughs> of the story are you yeah. not getting? I heard. I, I, we I tried heard to that. stop you a while back with <laughs> some impregnant always... information. I said I'm gonna go out on the limb. Is uh-huh. a little white kid? So, yeah, and now I understand the whole story. Right. The Forty-five minutes, uh-huh. you hit me three damn cars and the cuffs cleared Listen it up off. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what you saying to me is, little white boy can't get his ass whooped for stealing a bus? I don't know. Like what I don't, how, I don't know what part you of this you're not any getting. Any clearer? The, okay, this is what he got, Tommy. Election. Why'd you take the bus, Tommy? <laughs> Where were you going, Johnny? That's all he got. You go into jail. Let, this the lesson you're gonna get right here. Let him go. He's, he's going to steal a bus, Tommy, and we don't going to his counseling. What part of this you're not getting? Mm-hmm. Now let me explain something to you, Tommy. That's okay. how this works. I, I don't get it. Because we can. No, 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 no. We can try this. Okay, good. Tomorrow morning, you go down there and you steal a school bus. Oh, no. No, seriously, Shirley, they're going to think he's 11. He's the same size. You go down there, 
and <laughs> steal a school bus. And then I'm going to show you what happened to your black ass. <laughs> okay. But what I'm trying to understand, I'm not, I'm not clear on Why can't we whoop the young boys behind because for stealing the bus? it was a white baby that stole the bus, Tommy. So That's what what they going to do? So what are they going to do to him? No, no. Go, go down there, and I'm going to show you what can happen if you steal a bus. <laughs> you do it tomorrow. <laughs> Sit up in the seat. Same height as him, everything. All right, we got to go. Coming up next, the nephew and the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. This subject, my wife needs performance-enhancing medication. Oh, okay. Uh, We'll get into that in a bit, but right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You know what, Shirley? Uh, <laughs> you know, last year. As you know, last year. <laughs> today's prank is church calendar. Church calendar. Always messing with the church. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Shirley? If, if you after this prank, if you feeling, you know, she a little know. something, something, maybe you she might want to be she on know. the calendar. Yeah. How you know? The huh? church calendar. Know. Well, well, why don't you go you and play the prank and then we'll find out. Yeah, no, you, you we'll see. What, what the, what the, what the, pretty what the, sure. You know what, Uncle Steve, man? Yeah, go ahead. You you changed, dog. <laughs> Been changed. I mean, from from when we was growing up, you, I you know. just did. Yeah, it's it's called maturity. No, Try. it ain't that. Ever since you got this money, you different, huh? No. You ain't who you, you No, it, you no. ain't who you used to be. I can tell you just, right now, I ain't who I used to be. And I want to thank God for that. <laughs> Praise him. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank God for changing me. Because if I'd have got this money when I was who I was, I'd be sick right now. <laughs> I'd be hooked Lost up to an IV machine in a hospital mm-hmm. right now <laughs> with everything but COVID. All right, let's get into it. Right, right. Come on, Tommy. I'm just saying you're different. But anyway, here it is. Uh, you know, the title is uh, Church Calendar. You know, yeah, just. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Sister Allison. Allison. Uh, um, Allison. She's not here, man. She at work. Um, as we're speaking. Hey, this is uh, this is Brother Lester. Brother Lester. How you doing today? All right, Lester. Brother Lester. Right from the church. Okay. Okay. Over at uh, my. Right. 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 You a husband, right? What, Jerry? I'm Jerry. Yeah, this is Gerald. Yeah, okay, okay. I met you a couple times, Gerald. We ain't seen you in a minute, though. Man, I've been working on Sundays, and I said that I was going to try to make it. But I told her, you know, I want to get involved. You know, this year is going to be a better year. I'm going to get involved, man. Well, come on down, man. We we love to have you. That's for sure, man. I, can I get you a number where she can call me back? Well, okay, yeah, sure. Um, is this about, you know, a lesson or something? What's going on? Actually, the uh, single ministry, man, I'm over the single ministry, and we're raising some money. So we're actually putting together a uh, a calendar, and we wanted her to uh, give us a call about it. Okay. Okay. So let me let me give you, let me give you my number real quick. What, wait a minute. Okay, you say a calendar. So the church is doing the calendar, but is it like the couples? Like we come in, like how it always be like the couples come in and be like, this is Mister and Mrs. I mean, a calendar. No, I don't no, no, no. What we're doing? See, a lot of the guys got together. What we're gonna do is the mount swimsuit calendar and we're gonna we trying to put that together man so let me give you my number man because i want to call all the guys were saying if she get on the calendar it'll probably get sold you know, wait a minute wait a minute whoa, whoa 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 let's slow down slow down brother lester let's slow down okay 
a, a calendar, a swimsuit calendar for the for the single ministry at the church. What it is, Daryl, uh, we're going to be the first church to, who have ever done a swimsuit calendar. You see what I'm saying? No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. You call it for my wife to be in it. You sure you got the right number? Because yeah, we yeah, know. yeah. I mean, because your wife is Allison, right? Yes, my wife is Allison. And first of all, then what's this man about? All the guys, y'all got together and y'all voted for my. Okay, I'm trying to take this slow, man. Oh God, hold my tongue right now because I'm trying. I don't understand where you're going with this. And listen, we're gonna get Sister Gidry. She's gonna be Miss March. June is like pretty much in the middle of the year. We want your wife to be the big centerfold. Please, please tell me you're not calling my house this morning talking about my wife to be in a calendar, a swimsuit calendar. But then on top of that, y'all all got together and y'all voted that y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit calendar for a church. Okay, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, Gerald. I mean, look at this on the positive side, man. What this is, see, like I say, we raising money for the singles ministry, and the single ministry get ready to go on a big trip. But hold up, what my wife got to do with the singles ministry? She's married, man. I know the people that's in the singles ministry. Why are you calling and talking about my wife being something like this? You hold up, that. Ooh, Jesus, help me. Hey, man, you 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 should feel uh, honored, man, that your wife is a. Man, why are y'all looking at my wife like that, man? We coming in there and we trying to get help and we trying to do it. Y'all looking at my wife, talking about y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit contest, man. Do you understand what that is, man? They ain't number some panties, man. So y'all looking at my wife, talking about y'all want my wife to be in a panties. See, what you got to understand, Gerald, this right here, man, is for the single ministry. We, we got a big trip coming up, so we raising money. For what, what are y'all doing, man? This is not something you do at the church, man. You have car washes, man. When I, when I was little, we washed cars, man. Y'all talking about a calendar, man. What are you doing, man? What type of church is this alternative to, man? See, Gerald, the difference is on this whole thing, man. Don't be upset about it. What it is is that, man, we done found something that ain't no other church done before. You see what I'm saying? The reason ain't no other church done is because this is wrong, man. What committee got to get on something like this, man? What is wrong with you? Hey, dog, you got to understand, listen, we got Sister Gidry, we got Sister Vicky, okay? Uh, so Ms. wait a minute, you saying that they done signed off on this? You got these women in the church saying that they going to put on swimsuits. Well, well, I'm saying we got them on our list. We got them on That's our what list. I'm saying, man, ain't nobody getting with man. What is wrong with you, man? Hey, hey, man, listen, just to help us get started, do you have a picture a sister Allison in a swimsuit? Man, look, man, I ain't giving you no picture of my wife in no swimsuit, man. No, this is just something we're trying to do for the ministry, dude. You know what? Are you at the church? Did you work at the church full time? Part time, I'm at the church. Okay, are you there now? Nah, I'm not there right now, but I'm going to be there for, for choir rehearsal later on this evening. Okay, what time do choir rehearsal start, Left. Seven o'clock, but why you? What, 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 I, what, what I want you to do is for me, before you go to rehearsal, can you just be right in the front, right quick? I just want to, we need to meet personally, right quick, Lester, me and you. So I'm going to come to the rehearsal and then let's talk about this face to face because this over the phone and all that, this is not working right now. And I need to meet the person that's calling my damn house talking about my wife doing all this idiotic type of so let's be right in the front, brother, before you go to sing. I, I got something for you to sing about. So meet me in the front, man, please, before you go in, Lester, because we ain't going to talk about this no more over the phone. Let's talk about this in person. Okay. First of all, I mean, you got to calm down, man. I don't even understand why you irate like me. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to calm down, Lester. 
seven. So it started at seven. Let's do six fifty-five, Lester. I think this is going to work for us. This is going to help your calendar get out the way that you really, really needed to get out, man. I got something for you that's going to help this cause. Please be outside at six fifty-five. Please don't go in. I'm going to be outside. I'm, are you, can you bring a picture with you? Oh yeah, I got a picture for you. I got a nice picture for you. I tell you what, me and Tommy will be outside waiting on you when you get there. You in who? Me and nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We gonna be right outside in front of the church. Oh, <laughs> oh man, man, who did this, man? Hey man, your brother Jason told me to prank phone call you, man. God, man, just. <laughs> You know, you know what he said. Tell him I said if that fool came to church more often, he would know that this is a prank phone call. <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad it is, man. Can you just imagine if I had to drove up to that church acting a fool today, man? Yeah, I got, I got to ask you this here, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land, man? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> and there you have it, man. I like oh, that. Oh, my dude, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> ah. Hey, man, I tell you what. Can you be in front of the church at 655? Yeah, I got something you can sing about. I got something you can really sing about when you get in there. <laughs> right. He was going to warm him. <laughs> oh, All right. <laughs> Thank you, nephew, uh, for today's prank phone call. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject, My Wife Needs Performing Enhancing Medication. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're 19 days away now from Election Day on November 3rd. In most states, in most states, they've opened up early voting, and a lot of people have already voted. A very own nephew, Tommy, has voted. Um, Isn't it a great feeling when you can actually say you voted? It's done. You got that off your plate. That's one, you know, off your thing, one thing off your to-do list, right, Tommy? Yep. Check on your voting status at vote.org. And uh, it is time now for the Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and just click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my wife needs performing enhancing medication. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 39-year-old black man married to a beautiful black woman, and we have a 10-year-old son. We've been married for 11 years, and over the years, I've fallen short of being a great husband. I struggled to stay faithful, and I slipped a few times and started sexting and having phone sex with women I met online. It's not my wife's fault that I did what I did, but she has changed since we got married. We went for two years without sex, and at the time, we were still young, so I suggested that we switch things up to make it interesting. I tried different positions with her, and she complained or said she was uncomfortable. She is in tip-top physical shape, and she works out several times a week, so it was odd. Then we had a talk, and she told me that she is going to do a better job at pleasing me. Her idea of doing a better job was to have wild, nasty sex with me all over the bedroom after she'd had some pills her doctor gave her. 
This was a mood killer for me, so I was not mad at all when she fell asleep while she was on top of me. I decided to try again the next night, so I sent her dirty text messages all day about what I wanted to do to her. She said she would be ready and would take her pills. I asked, what pills? She said she was taking some pills to increase her libido, and uh, they're all natural and safe. I told her that um, they made her too wild, and she was really out of control. That night, we did it, and it was the same thing. She was a wild woman, and it was a turnoff. I can't believe my wife has to take performance-enhancing medication to have sex with me. I don't want this sloppy sex. What's a man to do? Mm. <laughs> wow. I mean, we, we get a lot of strawberry letters about sex. Not enough sex, not good sex, cheating sex, threesome sex, etc. We get a lot of them. But, Steve, I don't think, I don't think we've ever gotten a letter from a husband mm. about the sex being too wild. I think this might be a first. <laughs> and, and wait a minute, husband. Weren't you the one complaining about not having sex for two years? Weren't you the one asking to, and I quote, switch things up and make it interesting? Yeah. Well, be careful what you wish for, huh? Uh, because she gave you what she thought you wanted, wild and, I guess, nasty sex. <laughs> now you're saying she's too much. What is she doing in there that turned you off so much? I mean, all you told us was that you guys were all over the bedroom and she was a wild woman. That's all you said. Uh, as husband and wife, of course, you need to have a, sex, uh, a, a healthy sexual relationship. But you guys are obviously on two different pages when it comes to pleasing each other. But I also hear you saying that everything turned you off, especially her libido pills. Um, so she could... Try to get a low, lower dosage, maybe, you know, and see what happens after that. Then maybe she won't be so wild, you know. I, I'm struggling really to figure out just why you're so turned off and what is it that you wanted. I mean, isn't this what you wanted? Isn't it the wild, nasty? I, I don't know. What did you want? Is it the wild part or the nasty part? Which to some people would just be regular sex, I might add. Or is it the fact that she needs some pills to have sex with you now? Hmm. I, I, I kind of think that's what it, it is. And that's why you're taking this so personally. I, I think a lower dosage and more communication between you two would help you guys at this point. Steve? That ain't it. <laughs> here it is right here my wife needs performance enhancing medication let's talk about this for a minute 39 year old dude got this beautiful black woman you got 10 year old boy been married 11 years and you said in the beginning you fell short of being a great husband you struggle mm -hmm. to stay faithful and I slipped a few times started sexing and having phone sex with women I met online Okay, that's what you did. It's not my fault that I did what I did. It's not my wife's fault that I did what I did. But she has changed since we got married. We went for two years without sex. Two. Wow. And during that time, we was young, so I suggested we switch things up to make it interesting. All right, this is the key to this whole letter mm -hmm. that I'm about to expose to you. The key to this letter <laughs> is in the two years y'all had no sex. Yeah. 
and you suggested that you switch things up. Please remember this block of information because okay. you're going to need it for the rest of the letter. Okay. I tried different positions with her. She complained, said she was uncomfortable. She's in tip-top physical shape, and she works out several times a week, and you thought it was odd. So then y'all had a talk, and then she told you that she was going to do a better job at pleasing you. Mm-hmm. Now, these are the two pieces of information for when we come back. Number one, two years without sex. Mm. Switch things up to make it more interesting. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, my wife needs performing enhancing medication. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, my wife needs performing enhancing medication. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. 39-year-old black dude married to this fine woman in tip-top shape. And things changed for a while. He wasn't the best husband. Cheated on her with a few women. Sexting, phone sex. Said, though, that it wasn't his wife's fault. It's just that things changed after they got married. Mm. They have not had sex in two damn years. <laughs> it's a long two time. years. That's mm-hmm. a long, long time. time. Two yes, months. it is. Over 700 days. Two months. Two months? What do you mean? It's the, two years. Two months is too damn long. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> two years yeah. is extraordinary. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. You, you quit calling me your husband. <laughs> but she has changed since we got married and it's been two years. Mm-hmm. And so you two years without sex. We was young. And I suggested we switch things up to make it interesting. I want yeah. you to keep in mind, switch things up to make it interesting in two years without sex. Here we go. Okay. I tried different positions and she complained. Mm-hmm. She in tip-top physical shape and works out several times a week, so it was it was odd. Mm-hmm. Now, here we go. Then we had a talk and she told me she was going to do a better job at pleasing me. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Two years without sex. Uh-huh. Switch things up, and mm-hmm. I'm going to do a better job of pleasing you. Okay. Next line. Her idea of doing a better job was to have wild, nasty sex with me all over the bedroom. What, what's to complain about? I don't After she it. had some pills her doctor gave her. Hold up, dog. What are you writing <laughs> us for? <Right. laughs> Did not it. you say switch things up? Switch. Yep. <laughs> over here. <laughs> to make Switch. it more interesting, yes. I'm over here now. Switch. <laughs> I'm hanging on the head, boy. Switch. Switch. That's just regular for most people, I got people, my right? booty hanging off the back <laughs> of the mattress. Switch. I got my foot up on the doorknob. Switch. Switch I'm in, in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there's some switching going on. This was a mood killer for me. Yeah. So I wasn't sense. mad at all when she fell asleep while she was on top of me. I decided to try again the next night. So I, this what you did. You sent her dirty text messages all day about what I wanted to do. Also, you gonna throw gas on the fire. <laughs> all damn day, girl. I'm finna take you. 
I'm finna bend you. I'm finna spank you. I'm finna hold you. I'm finna tie you. I'm finna get this thing. You ain't gonna believe me when I get there. She was sitting at the house the whole time. All right. Uh-huh. Then she said she'll be ready and would take her pills. Uh-huh. I asked what pill? The pill, boy. He knew. <laughs> the pills she took the other night. She said she was taking some pills to increase her libido, and they're all naturally safe. I told her they made her too wild. Hold up. What the hell you mean too wild? Y'all ain't had sex in two years. <laughs> this ain't wild. She make it up. Yeah. <laughs> you getting makeup, love, uh, 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 tied, trim. You getting woe off tail. You getting all of it, boy. <laughs> Boy, you in here talking about that night we did it and it was the same thing. She was a wild woman. She came in the house after you said, all this talking all damn day about what you gonna do. She said, well, I'll show you when you get home. You think you finna do something. We ain't had nothing in two years. I'm finna wear your ass out. (laughs) Now you in here mad about these damn pills. Ask her for a pill. <laughs> you take one. Uh, and if they're doing all that, we want to know where they're at. Uh, <laughs> Do they make that for men? <laughs> boy, you boy, you you don't know a gift. You stand a gift horse in the mouth. And you act like you don't appreciate it. She was a wild woman. Turn off. I can't believe my wife has to take performance enhancing medication to have sex with me. Shut up. You tripping. He asked for this, though. Then he come yeah. talking about, I don't want this sloppy sex. Well, right. what you want, some neat sex? <laughs> what you want, is it a package in the boat? <laughs> sloppy? What that's that? <laughs> sloppy, 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 sloppy. <laughs> but what does he want, though, Steve? I mean, He don't. He wanted he want? his way. Yeah. They ain't had sex in two years. This lady then took this pill, and here it go. All over the bedroom. What they, what they doing? Uh? Most all men would be so here. happy, right? Most men would be all so happy. over here. <laughs> hey, listen, baby, I'm finna go and put half of my butt on the edge of the fireplace. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> now you take the other half and do what you want to do with it. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, listen to me. I'm gonna put my toe on the mattress. And every time I mash the mattress, uh-huh. you jump. <laughs> you can leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Instagram and at uh, Steve Harvey FM what and check out the, the stra- name of these pills, dog. Why did you put <laughs> yeah. that in the damn letter? Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll review uh, headlines and some trending topics. <laughs> we'll be back right I after this. I want one of these pills. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, no one has benefited from the COVID-19 pandemic more than America's billionaires, as if they didn't have enough money. 16 American billionaires are worth at least twice as much now as they were in March. We're going to start COVID? off with, yeah, because of COVID. Jeff Bezos, who was already worth $113 billion at the start of this year, 
Now he's heading into the year's final stretch into the fourth quarter, $73 billion richer because of COVID. Wow. You know, a lot of people are staying home. Man. They're ordering from Amazon. Michael Bloomberg, Charles Koch are both up by $7 billion. Mark Zuckerberg has added another $46 billion to his already staggering $54 billion in wealth. Elon Musk's fortune has risen from $25 billion to $92 billion. And this all happened while over 11 million Americans lost their jobs between February and August of this year. And they're struggling to make ends meet. But the billionaires are just piling the money on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten richer, up? Have you gotten richer? No, I'm not, I'm not on that. I'm not in the store. I'm just asking if you got some extra I'm money. I'm not in the store. No, but I tell you one complaint I do have. I can't order anything from Nike online. Why? Why? I mean, I've tried it with my card. I've Mm -hmm. had two of my assistants try to order it. I can't order anything from Nike online. I have ordered sweatpants, sweat tops, the new stuff that come in. I went mm -hmm. to the big and tall section on Nike. Somebody work at Nike. Can you get my stuff to me? I can't place the order. They won't take any of the cards. They just say can't take the order. And Mm -hmm. I've tried it for two weeks to order something from Nike. And I want to know why somebody from Nike won't help me. Well, we're going to get that. that That's (laughs) going to get fixed immediately now that they're here. I normally have to sell that over the phone. Yes. I don't have to call Nike (laughs) and say that. What what are you trying to get? A workout gear? They told me. When I did have my assistant call, I want workout gear. They told me that try to use uh, Chrome. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to get these latest hoodies uh, with the pocket on the sleeve and all of the colors in a 2X. And I'm trying to get the sweatpants, the more baggy ones, in a two and in a double XL tall. Tommy, don't worry. So basically, you, you haven't had a po- <laughs> you didn't have a poe ass moment. Like Welcome, placing an order Welcome. right now. All right, you listen. ain't never had to worry about that. But two X, two XL, tall. <laughs> we gotta go, guys. Coming up at the Tommy, top of the hour. <laughs> that's a whole segment on a computer. You can go to big and tall, tall. The T A L L. As I was saying, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll tell you about a world champ that is willing to risk it all for his fans. Sports Talk with Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Junior. It's time. Sports Talk with Junior, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Junior, boy. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, Tommy. Play round four in a row. Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, he would not. He just, I, I, I hate, you know, Junior, I love that you have a sports segment. I just hate he's here when you do. I, I do. No, he, he going to throw, throw Lakers out there. You know he going to say that, though. I know it's coming. I'm talking you know, about Cleveland know. Browns. Uh, the one for the Royal, and Texans just won this week. <laughs> you, <laughs> see that? And, and we ain't said nothing about that. We no, just, man. Just, but you know what though, man? Uh, uh, you know everybody's struggling with coronavirus and all the sports. You know, um, you know NFL's having issues with it. But now boxing got a problem. Now this this, this oh, doesn't even make no sense to even say this though. So according to TMZ Sports, the two-time world champion boxer Javante Davis is set to fight in front of his first live crowd in months on Halloween night, and he's really looking forward to it. Despite the coronavirus and social distancing restrictions. 
he stated that he is okay with getting sick. Javante is set to fight Leo Santa Cruz on October 31st. And he says, everybody won't be close. But as far as me getting sick, I'm just speaking for me as a fighter. I'm okay with getting sick to please the fans. He then added, if I got sick and found out that that night, I'd be okay with it. Just knowing that I put on a great show. I did it in front of the fans. I did it for a cause. Now, Uncle Tommy, sure, I just want to know, is anybody that, that, that in love with their fans to go get the crown? That's somebody been hit too many times. <laughs> yes. They've been, yeah, they, 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 they brain still going back and forth. That, they, he's just saying something. That's like the president's stupid. mentality, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. I don't exactly. Love, I, don't, I don't love none of y'all like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't even love to even see me or tell yeah, me. I, I don't even have that type of love. I really don't. <laughs> I get it. It's not in you, Steve. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how it could be. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what is we talking about. Yeah. Wow. Tommy, would you would you do a show for your fans right now with the coronavirus thing? Would, uh, you get, would you get it for them and say you put on a great show? I'm not, I'm not getting corona for nobody. No, hell mm-hmm. no. No. That's Love you like Tommy. I do. Especially with that pre existing condition. Which one? What pre existing condition I got? You short. That's not a pre existing condition. You had it. Five nine, five ten. That's not a pre existing condition. Pre existing means you had it before. It means. You, so, so you will you educate now. his ass, please? No, he knows. Steve no, knows. Pre-existing knows. means you have a condition that you had prior to today, and so, I don't have anything. So, what did I have prior to today? Shortness. Some people have shortness of breath. Um, um, you um, have um, just shortness. Shortness of breath is a pre-existing condition. I'm, I'm not finna do this with you, Uncle Steve. I think I'm not. you got too much rest. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. I know Thank it ain't God. nothing wrong I'm, with you. Ain't nothing okay. wrong with you, dog. You healthy as hell. And I don't have a pre-existing condition. You guys saw the... You know, Shortness. Can I tell you this, Junior? Go ahead, uh-huh. sir. Go ahead, sir. You know, Snoop Dogg got a new tattoo in well, honor you're of not the Lakers. Helping me. I don't have no dog on pre-existing. Go ahead, Shirley. What he got? Snoop Dogg. No, he honored Kobe with a new tattoo. Yeah. Oh, he got, oh yeah, yeah. I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was nice. Nah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we just find out that Uncle Steve not gonna catch corona for none of us. He's not gonna want to see us that much. Tommy got short this pre-existing. Junior, ain't, stop. Shut up. I'm don't just go, don't we follow just him. Recapping what we learned That's, today. That's all. I just, there ain't nobody learned nothing. You you learned stupidity. That's stupidity. I didn't learn nothing caught. today. I already knew it. He already, oh, he already there is it. nothing wrong with me. I knew and about we're not a pre-existing condition. I knew about it. I do not have a pre-existing condition. Well, the condition. bottom line is what he did was terrible. What he's doing, he's risking his health. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly, do you think I have a pre-existing condition? No, stop. <laughs> do, do you think I have a pre-existing condition? Get dragged no, sure. no, no, sure. Answer me. Answer me, sure. Do you think I have a pre-existing condition? No, I, I think you're pretty healthy. Thank you. And look at the time. When you say uh, pretty healthy, though, but what is the one pre-existing condition that you <laughs> we got know to he go. <laughs> Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Emmy-nominated producer Jesse Collins will be the very first black producer to oversee the Super Bowl halftime show. Congratulations, Jesse Collins. <laughs> That is great news, yes. 
I've known him for many, many years. Great what's guy. It, what's it for? Jesse uh, Collins, Shirley? Yeah, Jesse Collins. Uh-huh. He's what? he's gonna not, be the not, first. Not, not Jesse Smollett. Jesse Collins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's check. He's going to be the uh, uh, producer to oversee the Super Bowl halftime show. So that's going to okay. be great. Yeah. If you don't know who Jesse Collins is, you know Jesse his work Collins for sure. Jesse Collins got sh- that job? Yeah. You know wow. his work for Congratulations, sure. Congratulations, man. That's yeah. Big. Producer of the Grammy Awards last year. Jesse? He's done the BET Awards, the BET uh-huh. Hip Hop Awards, the Soul Train Awards, all of that. So you never know for halftime. At the Super Bowl, you may see Cardi B and and uh, Meg The Stallion perform. Do it you for never it. know. At the you Super never Bowl, know. <laughs> yes. Do it. Oh no 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 no. Hey y'all, Do before we hey, hey y'all before we go too far, I want the people in uh, South Carolina to make uh-huh. sure you vote for Harrison. Harrison is up oh, against Jamie Graham. Mm-hmm. Jamie Harrison mm-hmm. for senator. In South Carolina, make yeah. sure you vote. They're neck and yeah. neck. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO, the CLO, the Chief Love Officer in the building. Are you ready, sir? Sure am. All right, this one's from Alonzo. <laughs> Alonzo is an online listener. He listens to iHeartRadio. Alonzo says, I'm a mechanic, and I got a new female customer this week. She needed her brakes done, and she said she didn't have much money. I told her I'd cut her a deal for $200. She offered me some oral satisfaction if I gave her an additional discount. I accepted, and she handled her business right then. I told yes. her to come back in four hours. When she came to pick up her car, I told her it was only $150. She said she'd already paid me. I told her I was keeping the car until I got $150. She threatened to go on Twitter to say I sexually harassed her. What should I do? Wow. See, Man. right there, dog. Give her her damn car. Yes. And be through with it. Give her be her damn with it, car. Because, dog, do you understand the movement we are in right now? It's called Me Too. Now, it, you know, if she sit up there and tell the story, you're in trouble, partner. Yeah, you, you got to get this woman her car. Yeah. She already paid you. You won't and knock off $50. Dog, that ain't what that costs. <laughs> and what are you keeping her car for anyway? That ain't what it costs. You're not, you're not fixing true. cars. You're not selling crack. It's more than $50, yes. dog. Special privileges. All right, we're moving on. Danny in Membership South Carolina. Membership has its privileges. This is like American Express commercial. Danny in <laughs> South Carolina says, I found out my, be quiet, Junior. I found out my husband was texting and calling this female he met at his best friend's house. I was angry and I called the best friend and went off on him. The best friend cheats on his wife all the time and he's a bad influence on my husband. Then I got a call from the best friend's wife and she cursed me out and she said birds of a feather flock together and my my man is not a saint. I asked my husband if there were any other females he's been messing around with and he told me no should i investigate further or trust him first of all you should have never called the other dude the other dude ain't none of your business Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. other dude ain't made your husband do nothing that's right (laughs) grown man that's how that sound don't want her (laughs) i said won't her what did you just say (laughs) won't her her, dog (laughs) 
<laughs> do that. Yeah. Lady, you can't. Ain't nobody made your husband do this here. Mm-hmm. You should have never called the man. And then the woman called you to check you. Because, yeah. see, yeah. you called her man. You say he cheat on her all the time. But, see, she called to tell you that birds of a feather flock together. Flock together. And your husband ain't no saint. And you should know that by now. Mm-hmm. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. Last break of the day. <laughs> and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so there are only 19 days now, 19 days left until the November 3rd election. Time is winding down. In most states, you can vote early, and a lot of people have already voted. Our very own nephew, Tommy, voted. Um, So go to vote.org and check your voting status. Please vote early. We're encouraging everyone to vote early. Please, that is it. Uh, Some key states we want you to concentrate on as well. Uh, Mississippi, Mike Espy. Okay, Nakima Williams out of Georgia and Jamie Harrison out of South Carolina. We spoke about him a few times on the show. He is up against Lindsey Graham. That's a very tight race right there. Very tight race. So please, um, all of our South Carolinians or Linians, please. please. Yes. Don't forget Mm -hmm. these names in the Senate because Mm -hmm. the Senate will help change things. man. Yes. Yes, yes. Jamie Harrison from South Carolina, Mike Espy from Mississippi, Nikema Williams from Georgia. All right? Yep. Go to vote.org to find out your polling place and when you can vote. We have a clear message to Senate. Those senators that are backing Donald Trump, you're just like him. Mm -hmm. And you have to go to. They do. It's it's that time again of the day. I've made a promise to stay on this until election day to not um, waver in my commitment to get as many of us to the polls as possible. If I affect three voters a day, that's fine. If I uh, uh, affect 300 voters, that's beautiful, 3,000, whatever number I can affect to get you to go to the polls to understand that you are needed in this election right here. Not just for president, but for Senate. We've got to get rid of these voices in the Senate that bag Trump, that believe in party over country, that they don't care what's best for the masses. They care only what's best for their asses. And that's what I'm starting to learn about these politicians. They don't give a damn about us, you. They only care about themselves. There is no way, no way that a lot of these senators being raised the way they are 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 so complicit with Donald Trump unless it has something to do with their position, their power, or their money. You can't tell me that they're not sitting around the dinner table going, this is the worst guy we've ever had in this office. This is the worst elected leader for our party we could be. He doesn't represent anything about them. He really doesn't, man. Now look, we all don't have to see things the same way because we're not. The world is made up of different types of people. 
So there's not going to be, everybody's not going to be on the right. Everybody's not going to be on the left. But we got the people on the right are going to think and feel how they want to feel. But you have to allow the people on the left to think and, how, and feel how they're going to feel. And you can't ram your beliefs down our throat. So we've got to get to the polls to get rid of this fungus that's in the White House. It's a bad spreading fungus. If you look at white supremacy groups, they're raising. They're rising in numbers. But more importantly, they're, they're really rising in bravado because they think, well, they don't think, they know they have an ally in the White House. They know that they're protected, that they can wield their power and their ways and belief system freely because the president won't say a word about it because remember, there's good people on both sides. You can't be in a hate group and be a good person at the same time. It doesn't make any sense. How would you feel if the group that was perpetrating the hate was perpetrating the hate against you? How would you feel about that? Would they be considered good people? You know, and all these hats make America great again. Are you kidding me? He's shown you what he wants to do again. He wants to get it back to where blacks were somewhere sitting down quiet, didn't have a voice, and didn't have the rights that they have. That would be perfectly fine with him getting America great again. Where was America great for us? He don't care about us. That's the whole statement of make America great again. When in the past was it better for us? This guy has to go, man, and we have something to do with it. We got to get to the polls and vote, y'all. I'm just going to tell you. If you sit at home and let this man win this election, I got news for you. You're going to be in a shape you're not going to believe. It's going to be a horrible shape. A really, really horrible shape. And I don't want that to happen. For the sake of our children, I don't want that to happen. For the sake of the next four years for us, I don't want that to happen. I don't want to wake up on the radio every day after November 3rd and try to keep explaining to y'all about why he shouldn't have been president and what he's going to do because you're not going to believe it. This man, the only reason he's trying to do anything right now is because of re-election. When there's no promise of re-election and he can't run again, he's going to do what he want to do. If you think it's been ugly this four years, you better not sit this out. He has to go. Because he don't really think that black lives matter. He doesn't. He does care that blue lives matter. But he pits one against the other. I think blue lives should matter. But not at the cost of black lives. He has to go. You need to vote. Just gonna get him out of there. Period. Yeah. Vote.org, Steve. Yeah. Orange lives. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 